the For All podcast. We are back. We made it past the pilot program. My name is Eric and my co-host is Elon, the parakeet. Elon, how you doing, man? Not much, but he does have an electric personality. You're going to find a theme for today's program. Later on, we're going to crochet for critters. We're going to talk about the St. Pete Paws program with the mayor, Rick Kreisman. But first, we need to talk about pocket pets. And Ashley Rafferty has a special guest down in the, let me make sure I get this right, the Pet Pocket Plaza. Ashley, take it away. This is Stewie. He is um, a five-month-old rabbit that's available for adoption right now. He's very friendly, very cute. (laughs) Well, we have to talk about uh, rabbits and their personalities. We know Elon has an electric personality. What about rabbits and their personalities? Um, Need enrichment and toys so they don't get bored. Um, As you can see, uh, just a paper bag. Stewie is uh, enjoying that. Very cat-like of him. Um, any, you know, hay toys or just fun things, um, they do, oh, <laughs> they do like to play with toys and they will, you know, uh, push them around and play with them and, and they're just really cute and they get really excited and they'll do this um, funny hop. They're really just goofy, fun <laughs> pets to have. <laughs> well, you look like you would be a perfect prospect for a rabbit. Who else would make a good pet uh, rabbit owner? Rabbits um, really make a great pet in any home, as long as you rabbit-proof your home. They're uh, good apartment uh, rabbits. They, they love to roam free. Um, a lot of people will cage them at night or when they're not home, but um, you just need to make sure you rabbit-proof your home, hide cables, wires, things like that. They are cu- curious and they will chew on them, but um, yeah, a lot of rabbits just enjoy to, to run free in your home just like a cat or dog would. Awesome, Ashley. And wait a minute. I understand we have a first here on the podcast. We have some breaking news, or as we like to call it, breaking news. We have a podcast for Paul's shelter. So Ashley. the breaking news is that all adoption fees on pocket pets, uh, that's rats, rabbits, gerbils, hamsters, uh, ferrets, are waves starting Wednesday when we open all the way through the end of the month. So pets just like Stewie. Uh, their adoption fee will be waived. And as you can see, we have lots to choose from. Yeah, we certainly do. I have notes here. We have Tika, uh, who is a ferret, which should be up on the uh, adoption page, uh, Critters, when you go to our website. And of course, we call them pocket pets when you look at the, the landing page. We have Elon. So Elon, right here, I have his information, four years old. Uh, they had his weight here as 31 pounds. I think that is wrong. <laughs> Elon, you are not 31 pounds. I think it, it might be maybe ounces or something on here. No, I, I kid. It was an adoption fee of 25 bucks, but as Ashley just said, for our Barking News, it is going to be zero for the next week. And a person who can share more information on this is, again, broadcasting from an undisclosed location. Her name is Sharon Sharp. She has everything to know about our website, including these critters. Sharon, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Perfect. And, and all of our pocket pets and critters uh, are happy now because they're going to be finding some forever homes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And let me show you if uh, anyone watching is interested in adopting a pocket pet. 
I just want to remind you that the easiest way to get there is to go to our home page and click on the adopt right here, go right down to other critters, and you can see all the pocket pets that we have available. And I can see that you made it uh, color coordinated with our, our brand with the uh, blue sweater. That is <laughs> right. I thought you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, I think the uh, other one that you selected was a pink sweater. I mean, and at least from uh, when, when you looked at it, uh, like the colors for paint, it popped, but it was like, boom, paint. It was, so. Oh, it was overpowering pop. I went back later and decided that blue might be easier on everyone's eyes. <laughs> But on that critter section, when you click through, you can, uh, especially on your mobile phone, you can just use your thumb and then you can select each one and you can see yep. it will probably still have the adoption fee on there, but that's going to be waived between tomorrow and Wednesday, June 30th, right? That's right. Yeah. So when you come in to look and you uh, talk to the adoption counselors, they'll let you know at that time, they'll remind you that the fees are waived, even if it's on the paperwork for that week. So we have a lot of rabbits. I believe it's more than 60 animals that we have right now down uh, in the Pet Pocket Plaza. I keep wanting yeah. to call it something else. Pocket, pocket Pet Plaza. <laughs> uh, anybody else has a name for it. I'm sure across the country in animal welfare, they have all kinds of names for critters. Put it in the comments. You know, Share the podcast right now with your friends. Find out uh, what they may call it. But we'd like you to call some of these pet pockets. Elon, I see, see? Yeah. Elon's paying attention. He's like looking at me. They're very friendly. Recommendations for names. <laughs> I'm telling, you, and his his color pops too. The blue and and everything. Oh, yeah. The gray. Yeah, I was thinking cool. about having the ferret up here with me, but I decided to go with the parakeet. He he might have stole the show and the mic and the camera. <laughs> well, I know you know it, it's a great day for pocket pets here at SPCA Tampa Bay and and our other critters, but uh, you also have some other features for our website we want to share with everybody out there watching today. I do, yeah. So along with the quick reminder about the adoption pages here, I also want to point out the careers page under about. We have several I think because of that undisclosed location. Oh, Sharon, you cut out for a sec. Oh, am I Rewind. here? And start again. All right, back in time. Um, I wanted to point out the careers section on our webpage. So if you go to about careers, you'll see that there are multiple positions available right now, both at our St. Pete and our Largo campus. So check those out if you're looking for a new career. And the last thing I wanted to point out was this important information on the bottom of our homepage. Yeah. First hurricane season is in session, June 1st, November 30th. They're already talking about, you know, we've already had several named storms and I think there's a tropical depression, um, something going on in the Gulf, but best the time to prepare. Got drenched uh, this weekend. Oh, I know. Yeah, I was watching some of the video from that. It's crazy. But um, yeah, best time to prepare is before something substantial is off our coast. And the other one is this Dog Beach Safety article right here. You may have also heard that we're in the middle of a red tide event in Tampa Bay. So... First, this has a list of a bunch of cool dog parks that you can visit. If you do have a water-loving dog that is sociable, this is a great activity to do. But um, visit this page and be aware of the things uh, that could be dangerous when you're out there. And that red tide event, if you scroll down to Algol Blooms here, you'll see that we have a live interactive map showing red tide levels in our area. So you can zoom in and make some better decisions about which beaches you might be visiting. So, for instance, the Gulf is looking pretty red and orange right now might be better to stick to the bay. 
Awesome, Sharon. Thank you. Anything else to add? I mean, I know once people go to our homepage, when we get back to the conversation on the pocket pets, if they're looking for it, we're going to have a nice big pop up there where they just click on that and off they go. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you've never had a pocket pet before, don't discount them as wonderful pets. I mean, people don't know how amazing rats are until they own one and then they're converts for life. I used to have two rats and uh, they're amazing. But yeah, go go meet some pocket pets. Yeah. Our staff has been taking care of a, a lot of the uh, the mice and, and the, the rats uh, that are for pocket pets that are available up here on the second floor of our operations office. Sharon, thank you so much. We're going to revisit with Ashley uh, at the end of the program when we talk about crochet for critters and TikTok and all of our upcoming events. But did you know today it is the third anniversary for the St. Petersburg Paws program? And our very own Colleen Cherry was able to catch up with one of the leaders of the program, probably the leader. He's the mayor of St. Petersburg, Rick Kreisman. Let's watch that story now. With St. Pete's very own Mayor Rick Kreisman to talk about the St. Pete Paws program. Mr. Mayor, can you tell us a little bit about the St. Pete Paws program and how it got started? Yeah, so really it, uh, from the way it got started was uh, I was at a U.S. Conference of Mayors event. Uh, and the Mars Corporation was there talking about their better cities for pets. And I went over, of course, as a pet lover uh, and coming from a city that loves pets already and started talking to the folks about their program and realized as I'm looking at what they're talking about that we're doing a lot of these things in St. Pete already. We just haven't formalized it. Uh, and so I came back and I said, this is something I think we ought to do here in St. Pete. Let's formalize our program. Uh, you know, and then I started looking at my team and, and trying to figure out who's the best person and that was pretty easy. Uh, I knew that Susie Ahawk is a huge pet advocate uh, and she was the absolute perfect person uh, to help us put together our St. Pete Paws program, uh, which is really modeled after the Mars Corporation's Better Cities for Pets. How do these pet-friendly initiatives positively impact a community? Uh, oh, there's so many ways, and, and especially um, during COVID, uh, I think, you know, our pets probably were more important than they've ever been, and we've seen a, an increase in pet ownership, more dogs being adopted out of shelters and things um, because of that need for interaction that we couldn't otherwise have because of COVID. Uh, but aside from COVID, what we know is that communities that embrace pets where, you know, it's a part of everyday life, um, typically are healthier communities. Pets lower your blood pressure. Um, they help you through difficult times emotionally. Uh, so for mental health purposes, um, they're, they're a big positive. And quite frankly, for economic development purposes, uh, being a pet-friendly city is a big deal. People that are looking to relocate to other communities uh, wanna be in a community that's pet-friendly uh, because so many people nowadays have pets. And so they're looking for cities and communities where uh, they and their pet can be out in public and doing things together and, and feel welcome. And uh, so there's so many real reasons, I think, uh, for being a pet-friendly community. So how easy is it for a business to join the Mayor's Pet-Friendly Business Program? So if you want to join our, our pet-friendly business, it's actually pretty easy. I mean, there's just, you go to the city's website, St. Pete Paws. Uh, there are some commitments that you have to make, but you know, these, these are not, uh, you know, really difficult commitments. Um, we, we talk about restrictions related to weight and size. 
We talk about the amenities that you have to offer at your business. So people who come there with their pets, uh, their pets feel welcome in addition to the, to the person who's, who's there with their pet. Um, and you need to create a safe environment uh, for the people that bring their pets there. And you know, if you meet some of these, these pretty simple, I think, restrictions, uh, you can get certified as a, as a city's pet-friendly business. How, in your opinion, can a program like St. Pete Paws grow in other cities in the Tampa Bay area? You know, I think it's, it's really important if, if, um, if you want to grow, and we certainly would love to see throughout the entire Tampa Bay region, more cities uh, become pet-friendly businesses. It really starts with the leadership. Um, you know, you've got to have, whether it's a mayor or a city council or a county commission, they have to be on board with the idea of becoming pet-friendly. Uh, and then it's a matter of spreading that culture of being pet-friendly uh, to uh, the other employees of the government and then out into the community as a whole. And so, you know, in, in St. Pete, that's really kind of what we've done is, you know, it, I'm certainly uh, incredibly pet-friendly. I've got three dogs at home. Um, and, and Susie obviously is as our, as our leader of this program. But you, you talk to other employees of the city and, and so many of them have pets. They love their pets. They want to bring their pets. And that's one of the reasons they love St. Pete. And then it just spreads to the, to the business community. So my recommendation to any other community that's interested in it, first off, take a look at what we've done. You know, don't recreate the wheel if you don't have to. Um, you know, I and my staff stand by ready to help you. Uh, because it, if you're pet friendly and we're pet friendly, that's great for the entire region. Um, and, and we can help walk you through the process. And then there are other companies and businesses uh, like SPCA, like Mars Corporation, who um, would be more than happy to share ideas of things that you can do as a community to become more pet friendly and, and join us in being a pet friendly community. How do your own pets feel about St. Pete Paws? Uh, my pets are, are uh, big fans of St. Pete Paws. We've got, as I mentioned, three dogs, uh, Christy, Jake, and, and Hannah. Uh, Hannah is our youngest, and uh, she's actually a guide dog in training for Southeastern Guide Dogs, so we have to bring her back to Southeastern next month. Uh, but uh, Christy and Jake appreciate the fact that there are businesses all over the city of St. Petersburg that they're allowed to go and visit themselves, not just their parents. Uh, and they love that. They love going on outings. They love being out and, and being able to meet other dogs and other people. Uh, and so the fact that St. Pete is pet friendly isn't just good for me and my family, but it's good for Jake and Christy and Anna. All right. Excellent. Excellent story. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, Karen Bartasek and Susie Ahawk for the St. Pete Paws program. And I know there are a number of other folks uh, that are part of that as well, including our own here at SBCA Tampa Bay. And if you need a link to the St. Pete Paws, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, just go to the comments. We had that link down in the description. And we also have a link for our pocket pets like Elon here. And of course, while the story was going on, Elon was chirping it up. And I'm like, great. We go to a store and he finally starts talking to me. Elon, anything? Elon. Oh, well, now he's hungry. Uh, more St. Pete Paws before we go to the break. Uh, this is one of their great uh, posters that they have to remind you of how hot the pavement and the sand can get when you're out there walking around on the beach or out on the uh, Pinellas Trail. We are going to take a one-minute break, and that story was by Colleen Cherry interviewing the mayor. Colleen is very creative. She's our volunteer coordinator. She's also a singer-songwriter. This is some of her best work. It's our favorite song here at SPCA Tampa Bay. 
all shapes, colors, species, breeds, ages, situations, welcome here. Shelter, care, training, so pets are safe and healthy, we're here for you, have no fear. A place for our community, for creatures big and small, SPCA Tampa Bay for all. Dogs, cats, pocket pets, reptiles, livestock, birds, and wildlife too. No matter where you come from or what you've been through, we are here for you. A place for our community, for creatures big and small, SPCA Tampa Bay for all. All right, thank you, Colleen. That is our For All Shelter song for SPCA Tampa Bay. Welcome back to the podcast. It's still Eric and Elon. And now we are joined by Stacy Manager out at the SPCA Tampa Bay Veterinary Center. Stacy, how's it going? No audio. I'm doing well. Or maybe we can't hear you. There we go. How's that? Now you sound great. great. Like every Zoom call, there's always that you're on mute. Somebody probably made a t-shirt that says, I'm on mute, right? Sure. I should wear it all the time. People right now in the comments, I think I saw Tiffany, Melissa, people making comments. They're probably like, I wish this guy would be on mute and we could hear more from the bird, the parakeet. Stacy, what's new at the, the veterinary center? I know just like the whole COVID pandemic, it seems like things keep changing, but for the better, right? Yes. I'm very excited to um, announce that we have opened our lobby for guests and their pets to come in. It's so exciting. We are still requiring masks. Um, if you do not have one, we'd be more than happy to provide you with one. So I'm just really happy to see people back in the building. Um, we're And also still offering curbside. If uh, people don't want to come in or come in to pick up their medication, they're more than welcome to give us a call and we'll bring the medication out or we'll come out and get their pet and provide curbside care. So if I want a curbside appointment, then it, is that going to be about the same length of time? You know, what, what are some of the differences or maybe some advantages for still being curbside? Because for me, I want to come inside, but because I'm thinking it's like 150 degrees outside. It is right warm now. out. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same amount of time as the appointment. Everything will be done over the phone with the nurse and the doctors will call you. So any history you want to give on your pet, uh, all the findings the doctor has and your payment will all be done over the phone. They just bring your pet in um, while you wait in the car and of course, return the pet to you. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know. Some of those pets are real cute. How, how many times have you been like, I'm sorry, we can't find your animal. We're going to have to give you a call. Plenty. Really? That's awesome, Stacy. Stacy, let's talk about um, last week and I have some of the uh, official language in front of me, but we had telemedicine. Yes. And un unfortunately, the state said no more. And that was because of the, the pandemic. Correct. So that, that's unfortunate. But people can go to our website to find out all the specific reasons why that is going away. Yes. And if it does ever come back for uh, veterinarians to be able to practice telemedicine again, we would um, look back into having it. Yeah, it's, it's a, it was a great idea. And we had... Uh, you know, more than several handfuls of, of customers that were using it. 
probably would have been uh, ideal instead of curbside for a lot of appointments. But this is a state uh, rule, state ordinance, I guess you could say, uh, that they passed. And we have all that information on sbcatampabay.org slash telemedicine uh, with a specific language. And hopefully it, it comes back. Eventually. That would be nice. A lot of people, I mean, from the comfort of your own home to just chat with a doctor or send them a little video of what's going on with your pet. This would be only for existing clients that our doctors have seen. And Stacey, how many face-to-face uh, -face appointments are you guys seeing right now on average a day? Um, ugh, that <laughs> well, you know, it depends the on the day. Uh, per doctor, probably 20. And again, if you want to make those appointments, go to our website, check out the Veterinary Center page. It's under Pet Health and just call and, and make an appointment. We're very or, busy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That's our not appointments are about a week. too hot. Our appointments are about a week and a half out. Okay. Well, that's a good average. That's pretty good. And we do have Stay an appointment wait list. Um, so if somebody cancels in a timely fashion, we do um, fall back on that to get people in sooner. Stacy's a little, uh, um, I don't want to say upset with me, but I did remind her since things are coming back, we're going to have to start planning an open house maybe, like yeah. the good old days. Yeah, we haven't I've had one of those in two years, right? Yeah, it's we did years. a virtual one last year. Dr. Nichols um, put together a really great virtual open house for us. And they're always Halloween themed. So people, they, they love coming in and, and checking out the veterinary center and meeting all the, the doctors. They're able to talk to them, them about everything besides pets. And see everything we do. They could tour the back. Uh, anyone can tour the back at any time. I love giving tours of the hospital and giving history of the hospital. And the right. SCA. Yeah, Stacy, thank you. And I did not reference the two time. I know. <laughs> I'm going to keep it on that's just just and the viewers because you have my vote for the three-time champ. Anything else? Thing, today? I have one quick thing. I know Sharon had mentioned to look at the hurricane information on our website. Um, that's very important, especially for your pets. I do encourage microchipping. And if your pet is microchipped, make sure that your microchip information is up to date. That is very good to know. Yeah, that way uh, you wouldn't believe how many of uh, the kids, when I go out to a small event, they ask about the, the microchipping. Uh, it's just uh, great technology, and that's a definite way that you can help find a, a lost pet. Yeah, and it's under $30 to come in and have your pet microchipped. But uh, that's going to do it for the veterinary center until two weeks from now. Help's on the way. We'll more see you Coming out there. You know it. Stacy, have a great, uh, great afternoon. Thank you, you for too. coming. Thank on. you. Remember, go to that website. When we come back, we're going to be talking about crochet for critters. Oh, I got to get my, where's my jug? It's right here. Right here. We're going to fill this bad boy up. Stay with us. For some, a second chance seems too good to be true. But with devoted shelter care and the right nutrition, second chances are real. And you're making them happen for thousands of pets every day. Because when you buy a bag of Hills, you also give a bowl to a shelter pet. At Hills, science creates differences you can see, feel, and trust. Join us. Hills, a step ahead for their best life. SPCA Tampa Bay is proud to present their Rowdy's Dog of the Week. 
Two-year-old Spam knows basic commands like playing in the water and takes treats gently. This medium-sized lap dog also enjoys cuddling and playing with other dogs. Be sure to stop by the SPCA Tampa Bay tailgate tent at the next home game to meet the Rowdy's Dog of the Week. Spam and other adoptable pets are available at their shelter in Largo. All pets are vaccinated, spayed, neutered, and microchipped. Visit SPCATampaBay.org for more information. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Eric Keaton, alongside Ashley Rafferty and Elon the Parakeet. So there's, there's a couple of stories behind this crochet for critters and similar donation jars like this, right? Yes. You want to tell everybody what I failed to do at the Rowdy's game since everybody saw the spam video? Yeah, so that video, um, that was the Rowdy's dog of the week, spam. He was at the game with Eric and I. If you were there, you saw all three of us. Um, Eric forgot our donation jar. We could have used this one provided by Crochet for Critters. Would have uh, tried to fill that up. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah, it ended up uh, being one of our orange cups that look more like a tip jar. They said, are you taking donations? They said, no, we're taking tips. I think it was only like 20 some bucks. Um, but the, the bigger the jar, the more donations you get. Yeah, and filled that jar up. Yeah, we could have. And Adriana Carr almost filled it up. And here's her story, $1,083 as she crocheted for critters. Check this out. Last year I had started picking up crochet after knitting for a while. And I started making stuffed animals that people later on wanted. And so I figured I would start a business, which picked, um, up, picked up popularity really quick. And so I just kept doing it for a little over a year. And that's how I raised that money. I was able to reserve some time to crochet or even just do it while I was doing school because since it was all on a computer, I was able to like crochet while I was listening to a lesson or on a Zoom. So there was a lot of time and free time that I could be doing it. And so I pretty much just used all the time possible to um, complete it. I have a um, Facebook and an Instagram. Most of my orders have taken place over Facebook um, because I have a lot more people on there. But my social medias have been going pretty well. I mean, um, They've helped me gain a lot of orders and a lot of people that I've met that have um, reached out and all that stuff. So it's really nice to have that opportunity and to have that platform. I'd love to gain more orders and be able to reach like a higher goal, like 10,000 or even just 5,000. Um, but this was my biggest milestone so far. So I'd like to keep going with it maybe eventually like um, donate just crocheted stuff, not necessarily just money. So it was really all her idea. Um, she was really wanting to start a nonprofit and she was asking me for ideas and I said, well, you love animals. Why don't you think about doing something for animals? We have three um, rescues at home. So we have a cat, two dogs, and then we have other animals like chickens and all that stuff but since we have all those rescued animals they all have like a unique story and so I feel like all of every animal that are that's in shelters has one of those stories so it's important to take care of them and donate to them because they deserve the life that all of these other animals that come for breeders and all that stuff are getting. 
She has worked really hard and um, she just started having huge amounts of orders from the beginning and she put her mind to it. So um, I'm really not surprised. I, I kind of knew she could do it. I'm super proud. She's amazing. She's always been very giving. That is awesome. Thank you, Adriana. So yeah, very, very. And <laughs> when you guys first told me about Crochet for Critters, I'm thinking I did not have access to her Instagram or Facebook. So I'm thinking, and the rest of us too, we're thinking blankets, but you- Those Little animals, yeah, yeah, little stuffed animals. And she hopefully will be crocheting more for us. I was trying to put uh, uh, ideas into her head that we have these- yappy hours coming up and there was like coasters that she could crochet and but we also have other events coming up too right yeah so tonight is the last stand pup comedy that's our online uh, comedy show with celebrity comedians it's really great tonight is the last one we're going to do for a while and um yeah you still have time to buy tickets i think it's at 8 p.m tonight um and they'll send you the zoom link and it's a good time you just sit on your couch you get to show your pet if you want to turn your camera on you can introduce your pet to the world and laugh along with the comedians. It's great. So, And the challenge there would be, we're going to have to get a lot of tickets to reach the $1,083 that Adriana did uh, for, yeah. for crochet and for critters. <laughs> and, and you're going to put all of her links and everything in some of the descriptions, right? Yeah. If you're interested it. in um, purchasing a little crocheted critter or just following along um, with her journey on Facebook or Instagram, we'll link uh, her social media handles down in the comments. Okay. And another social media that we're trying to build is Elon's channel. No, not Elon's channel, but we're trying to, who knows, we might be able to get him to sing here in a little bit, or at least uh, chirp a little bit, but uh, it could be a TikTok video. Every time you point the mic at him, he... I know he, <laughs> he either, he kind of walks away a little bit and every well, time... it's a large microphone, Okay, but I know, I'll hold it up here. <laughs> but every time we go to a break or go to a story, he starts talking. And, and you, you can't make this stuff up. Let's roll in a TikTok video. So maybe he'll see that and get inspired to sing while we're watching the TikTok video. Matt, hit it. I'm in the bed right now and I'm just like, you know, maybe I should get out the bed and, and go do something off the bed. But I realize if I get off the bed, I'm going to be out there doing nothing when I could just be doing nothing in the bed. True. Did you make that one? Yeah. <laughs> was, was the background music or voiceover voice. obviously it wasn't your voice <laughs> if it was your voice but what uh was that like one of the key voiceovers that was trending that day yeah yeah okay all right <laughs> whose voice just was some TikTok whose voice? nonsense who knows all right just some random voice <laughs> do we have any other ones that we could watch we got one more here we go my age. this is my sign this is where i live and what i like this one from what I do is what I love. How about you? Aww. So that was Martian. She's a 13 year old dog. She's actually still available for adoption. We were hoping that video, mm -hmm. Alexis is my right hand TikTok helper. <laughs> we were really hoping that would get Martian adopted, but she's still here. She's very sweet. Yeah. Well, so is uh, Wilbur from a couple of weeks ago, the podcast. The pigs are still here. Yeah. I know we're having the peck it. Uh, peck it. The pot. Pe <laughs> Pet, Pocket, pet. Pets and the critters doesn't include farm animals, though. So if you come to see Wilbur and, and Cassio, they still have the adoption fee, but not Elon. And our dogs and cats still have the adoption 
uh, fees as well. Now, before we keep going, I do want to read because we do have some comments. But last week, we did receive a nice little email from Robin Dalton. Just a compliment this morning after your first podcast. Now on number two. I don't have YouTube accounts, so didn't sign in for a nice comment, but I love watching the positive, spelled P-A-W, show. Great staff presentation. So proud of all of you. Made me smile and know my contributions go to a wonderful group. Keep up the wonderful, devoted work. Thank you, Robin Dalton. Thanks, Robin. Podcast at spcatampabay.org or go to our website. You can send it into information as well. We Love those comments. You can give us the, the pause up or the pause down. You want to see something else, we'll keep it coming every two weeks. All right, time now for top 10, right? Yep. I don't know if this week's top 10 uh, is as good as last week's, but it does start off with a bang. And for those of you new, I haven't seen these, so well, be... for those of you new to the top 10, oh, these yeah. are the top 10 searches that we have to find deep in our Google Analytics that people are searching for online and they happen to find. SPCA Tampa Bay. So the first one is a gobbledygook of Adopt Me Pets, Mega Neon, Fly Ride, Potion Eggs, Bet Cheap, Robox, Fast Delivery. It sounds like one of those TikTok songs. <laughs> Could be a TikTok video, but I, I have no idea what they were. Adopt Me Pets, pets. Mega Neon, Fly Ride, Potion Eggs, Cheap, Pet Cheap, Roblox, Fast Delivery. I feel like they just kept hitting the... Um, you know, on your iPhone, it auto-generates the word for you. They just oh. kept on. Maybe they pocket Googled us. <laughs> pocket search. It was a pocket search. And they found us. Hey, either way, they found us. But again, two uh, top tens in a row, back-to-back podcasts, and we have Roblox coming up. People get off Roblox, get down to SPCA Tampa Bay, get yourself a pocket pet. All right, the next one. Big Teddy Bear and American Staffordshire Terrier Adult Male. Well, I don't know if we have that exact combination, but we do have a couple of big teddy bears. Dogs dressed <laughs> up as teddy bears. Those are we two. Have some teddy bear mixes uh, available for adoption. Those are two <laughs> lovable uh, pups right there, buddy. And let me tell you, I can tell those guys probably sleep on the furniture. All right, the next one adult, I can relate to this, sort of. Adult red footed tortoise adoption. If you are looking, we have some tortoises right now, right? Yeah, we have one, one or two. Uh, one, I believe, Gloria. She's very large, so have a very large carrier if you come to adopt her. Doesn't look like this guy. No. I have a tor- I have a Russian tortoise at home. I have to make sure that he's not around any uh, technology because they might try to. No, that's another. That's another podcast where they try to get into my tech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one. Can't find a dog anywhere. We can help with that Google search. I mean, this is, you know, I, I can't find a dog anywhere. You can find them right here at SBCA Tampa Bay, like Spam, right? Spam. Spam is a really great dog. You can so find, find a dog right here. Someone actually typed that into their Google search yes. and SPCA Tampa Bay popped yeah. up. Yeah. And actually the way they typed it was can space T find a dog anywhere. But we know what, we know what they're getting at. Yeah. If you're in the area, you just type in dog and we'll, apparently we'll come We sh- We show up. <laughs> Next one. One of our favorites. And before I started working here, I did not realize there was actually Chewinis. Chewinis puppies near me. And they, Chewinis, just Google Chewinis, right? And they, all so shapes cute. and sizes. They are definitely a favorite. We, when we have similar dogs, like they go pr- pretty quick. Yeah, they get adopted quickly. All the small dogs. And, and I, yeah. in fact, I think half of the questions at the Rowdies games this past week, when I was listening to other folks tell me the story of their dogs, Half of them, when they were looking for a dog 
it wasn't uh, anything that Spam was doing. They just wanted a smaller dog. So yes, we, we have those. Uh, just go onto our website. Next one, cutest cats near me. Aww, Not sure. Here. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Again, <laughs> reference last week's uh, search for Clearwater. I'm I'm not sure if they're actually looking for cats, but hey, maybe cutest cats near me. I, even the next one, I'm not sure. We did not want to put up a picture for this one because we did not want to go down that road. Number four, Diva and Dudes Pet Store. Uh, so I'm not sure, but hey, they came up with us and maybe we had Google animals in mysterious ways. You could name your your dog or cat or any pet, diva or dude. Oh yeah, maybe we had a pet name that and it. And they try and they tried to uh, search for it again, like the person last week who lost their dog. Here's a here's a good one. Google helped me find a pit bull puppy. Well, it's that whole new technology now. And in fact, we're going to have to be adapting to that. People talk to Siri, Google. Who else can you talk to? Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Is there an app named after you, Ashley? Uh, help me. Yeah. <laughs> If one pops up on the search for that, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> All right. Number two, Niagara Falls, New York Pets and Animals for Sale Smokey. I almost thought that said Animals for Sale Monkey. But uh, for a minute there, I thought they were typing in New York Jets. Niagara Falls, New York Pets and Animals. But they found SPCA Tampa Bay. Do you think they were somewhere in our area and they're like... Uh location was turned on because we're not near New York or Niagara Falls. I, I, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a great area, but uh, hopefully they were able to find what they were looking for. You know, I think some of the people that, that search for this, they're probably wondering, why is SPCA Tampa Bay coming up? It's because we have such a, a strong brand and, and some of these searches are great. And the last one, I'm sure we'll see over and over again because everybody always wants these. Puppy, in fact, they want them three times. Puppy, puppy, puppy of Tampa. Sounds like the name of a story, of a store, Puppy, Puppy, Puppy of Tampa. Mm, sounds like a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, that's what the kids say when they come running into the shelter sometimes. They go running toward the dog, Puppy, 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 you know. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's our story. That's our second podcast. Ashley, Elon, anything to, I'm sorry to interrupt, you're eating. Oh, sorry, okay. Elon. <laughs> anything else to add for our second For All podcast? Nope, thanks for watching. That's right. We're going to have more stories and more from across the Bay Area. We're going to be talking to our SBCA Tampa Bay ambassadors coming up on the next podcast. And we'll have some special visitors from outside of SBCA Tampa Bay as well. Thank you for watching. Remember, send in an email, podcast at sbcatampabay.org, and you will find out more information about our future podcasts. Thanks for watching, everybody. Watch the replays on YouTube and Facebook.